Welcome to the Cincy Postcast. I'm your host, Kevin Wallace, and we have a fun episode for you. We are celebrating that victory over Miami, one to nothing. I mean, can you be too upset about a win? How picky is a fan base if you're looking for flaws after being undefeated through six weeks and on top of the Eastern Conference? We're a little shorthanded on this one, but we brought in a pro to see out this episode. We got FCC headlines for recapping the game. We even do a little nostalgia trip at the end. And that's going to be your Cincy Postcast. Joining me to talk about all of that and more, I am joined by the one and only host of the Knifey Line Radio Podcast, Jonah. Jonah, how does this evening find you? It finds me well. It's the <laughs> last last night of spring break oh, man. around this place, so, you know, it's a little a bittersweet. Yeah. It is. Um, I did see a, uh, a co-worker was in the barley last night. And I was able to see all the way from E5, but uh, we'll get more into who she's associated with off air so you can talk shit appropriately because on, on the postcast, it's for everyone. Okay. Except as for a, you, uh, you know who you are. Go ahead. As an, un, uh, an educator of young minds is spring break harder as an adult or was it harder as a student? Like leaving spring break, I should say, like ending spring break. Oh, it's fine. It's, you know, now the school has to feed my kids lunch, which is always nice. <laughs> Things can get back to normal, more hands off, get home and say, like, I can't throw the ball with you, little Jimmy. Okay, it's too late. I'm exhausted from work. On Wednesday spring break, I got no excuse. I got to play with these kids. It's, But we press on, don't we? Oh, well, I appreciate you soldiering on. The postcast mm. is soldiering on uh, without Grace and without Chief. They may or may not be sending me their own pre-recorded thoughts. If those show up before I hit publish, they will be dropped in at some point somewhere in this episode. But otherwise, you get Jonah and myself for this one. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I was tempted to just like lift your intro and just turn this into an episode of KLR <laughs> and I'll just try to do my best impression of your brother, but you really, oh, it'd be too hard. You really blew my mind when you told me the, the podcast. So I was like, what happens when I stop paying the server or the, the host, I should say for the, for KLR. And you're like, I think it just goes away. And I was like, that can't be right. And then I looked into it. I was like, I think that's right. <laughs> so right now I've been paying $15 a month just to host these. And for the, the threat of the drive to Columbus episode. And at some point I'm just going to have to pull the plug. So if, you know, if there's one, if there's a KLR that's <laughs> near and dear to your heart, uh, save that bad boy now. Yeah, or, rip that I mean, audio. Can, I wouldn't yeah. even trust a download on a particular service. I would get your own local copy. <laughs> I Yeah, I, I remember hearing about that with iTunes, people who bought albums on iTunes, and then at some point the license like expired, yep. and like it was just, like I bought this like 
Sorry, <laughs> that's gone. That's what you get for buying an album on iTunes. Yes, uh, but yeah. So uh, yeah, enjoy no. us while you can, because one day this will be in the ether of podcast memories. <laughs> that is a sad moment when you uh, wait. You die two deaths, right? The when when you physically die, and the last time somebody mentions your name. Uh, but I think the third death is when your digital footprint is completely mm. erased. I think that's Our, that's uh, truly the end. <laughs> our brain will live on through AI at some point, though. So we'll, we'll be getting our takes. Um, the, the KLR chatbot coming soon. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Jonah, we got some headlines from this game, do we not? <laughs> we do. Um, and bad news, Grayson actually sent me all his. So oh. bear with me. No, I was going to say, what are you going to do if they just send you a half hour of an unedited, just like rambling <laughs> solo pod? You're like, just tack that bad boy on at the end. Do you remember when you did the uh, Louisville playoff? USL like championship game? Yes. yes. <laughs> I was just like, hey, here's a bunch of content. I don't know what to do with this. It's <laughs> uh, the start of it all. Headlines, though. Yeah, we should. They're not my best work. You know, I should say we play up we play down based on who we play it seems i think we i do that with headlines because you know it wasn't the most <laughs> thrilling victory no. uh were, were you irl kevin for i was i was i was in person um i uh, i don't want to reveal too much of my ticketing situation but let's just say i have a sure. a random seat every home game uh, <laughs> which is great i've sat in a different seat every game um i've not paid for a seat any game so that's going out well um so yeah i was in the upper deck sort of next to what would have been the uh, visiting away section if you can imagine yeah. that did you see any uh pink herons over there or, uh i saw exactly one miami jersey in line for i guess like a burger or something i felt really sad for them it's like <laughs> not gonna get a good slice yeah, of the city <laughs> my son asked it was like where are the miami fans i was like it's a it's a it's pretty far yeah, that's, that's a tough one <laughs> if this is europe they'd be given a medal all the way from florida oh my god <laughs> so impressive um but unfortunately yeah these headlines that i found they skew a little negative as they tend they want to do mm -hmm. it's always funnier that way um i did see this one in uh the cleveland plain dealer mm -hmm. i should say the columbus post -dis columbus dispatch because i was in columbus for a uh, spring break so i i go. decided to become a subscriber and now i get that too <laughs> oh shit I almost painted him a player banner. Local podcaster filled with relief after Don Baji shanks a sitter. <laughs> Kevin, I don't know, from your, uh, you're on the other end of the stadium. Did you see that one? I haven't seen a close-up replay. Was it as bad as it looked live? You know, it didn't stand out uh, any more than Vasquez's evening. I'm not sure if you got any headlines from that, but um, mm. it, didn't, it didn't strike me as any worse than that, but he certainly didn't steal a starting job last <laughs> night. <laughs> and to it's like it was the tail end of tail end. It was one little thing after, but uh, the Rabona from Barial. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was like this, this isn't going to be a highlight that lives forever. And then the header doesn't come off and then the sitter <sighs> for him. And it was wet and gross. I don't yeah. think, you know, I, I give the guys a little, uh, grace, but, uh, Don Baji still waiting for that first <laughs> FCC goal. And you know what? Here's my prediction. Never happens. Ooh. I don't, I, I'm going to go out on the limb <laughs> and hopefully that's a reverse, reverse jinx. Um, I don't know if you saw this one. This was out of, uh. 
London. It was the London Times, that famous paper. Yes. Uh, the chief pointed me in the way of this one. No one in, no one out. FC fans demand border lockdown as mascara alone unleashes pandemic <laughs> of joy. Is he the best player ever? I don't want to put any <laughs> caveats on it. No other, no other uh, qualifiers. Yeah, he. Uh, I mean, he's in the conversation. That's for damn sure. Now he scores two. So there's really like, what else do you need? I, I thought he had a good game yep. beyond that as well, chasing everything down. But how are we feeling about mascara? And is it always? Is it? Is it? Is it a twinge of sadness that I get too, knowing that like he's not like um. Viacia, like this prospect who we're like, uh, we yeah. get to see him for at least a couple of years. It's like the better he does, the less likely we are to see him very you long. You know, the uh, the closest feeling I can I can sort of relate it to is like a uh, it's like being convinced you found your soulmate in middle school at summer camp and you know it can't last right but you're like this is it this works so well i love this this should be the rest of my life and you're gonna be thinking about that forever the end of camp's coming yep (laughs) (laughs) you'll always have the memories and the other part that hurts is like he is the most passionate player on the team (laughs) he seems ready to break down into tears (laughs) after we beat miami one nothing he falls to his knees he's ripping at the crest he's uh He's like everything you want. He's like loney Nick Hagelin, but who's amazing. (laughs) He cares more than anyone. And it's like, oh, God, stop caring so much. Why can't you be the guy who's just the hired assassin? Right. It's stuff like that, too, that makes the the dumb thoughts into your brain of like, maybe he likes it so much here. He tells wolves (laughs) he wants to stay. (laughs) It's like, no, that's not going to happen as much as you would want it to be that way. (laughs) He's obviously liking it enough. Yeah, that's not going to happen. But uh, he's definitely enjoying himself. And I'm I'm enjoying watching him um, while I can. And uh, yeah, he is like what we wanted Viacia to be. Literally, not, like exactly. not just in a racial way. It was like <laughs> the way they play. It's like, oh, he's got all the tools, and like, oh, he's using the tools too. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> it's good to see. Um, we could touch on him in the second hour more on Mascara. Uh, <laughs> did you see this one? These are both from uh, Pat Brennan, Cincinnati Inquirer. This is a two-parter, though. Ooh. Um, the first headline came out. It said, we were the better team. Neville fires post-game shots at FCC that will surely send Noonan over the edge. And then later the night, we saw this headline. We fucking sucked. Noonan <laughs> bemoans crap performance, but happily takes the win. So I think if you got Neville and uh, Noonan in a room together, they'd, they'd agree on last night's performance. What do you think? Do you think they were the... I don't even know if they were the better team, but we were a little crap. What do you think? I I mean, we certainly weren't as sharp as we should have been. Miami had plenty of possession, but so much of it was toothless. It never really felt like they were actually going to even threaten, let alone score. Um, I'm looking at a thought mob. I, this is a new feature of theirs. They have the game momentum chart. So give mm. you a sense of which team was dominating. And it is is mostly pink <laughs> it, is, it is mostly for <laughs> miami there um it's not exactly how i felt it went but i don't know there's something about like i kind of wanted i i don't know what i want from pat like on one hand like yes i love that he's not happy with this like let's go let's keep fighting and on the other hand it's like well, don't give too much away you can be so self-deprecating that it becomes like 
kind of annoying and I don't know, makes you start viewing other people start viewing you that way as well. It's like self-deprecating from a position of like power is like, I don't know, it's one thing. But if you're just going to like keep ragging on the team over and over again, I don't know. I don't want that to set in. I don't want that to be the mindset. I want it's to true. I'd like confident. to imagine what Yapstam like the amount of praise he would have given for that gritty yeah, performance right. well there's, there's that like, side of it too yeah <laughs> <laughs> or like he was he was basically neville saying like oh i thought for a lot of this we were the better team and we didn't like yeah. that was kind of his mo yeah. and he did noonan did blame like he said like i didn't have him prepared well enough but yeah the man's never never happy but you know the floor we just i guess we just keep <laughs> raising it on <laughs> uh, right. second in the supporters shield but yeah there's definitely you feel like and I still think we will because you'll see it for like a minute at a time. And you'd be like, oh, God, we're just like one pass away from demolishing teams. And for yeah. some reason, it hasn't been coming off this season. So if we start doing that, uh, we'll be good. How long did I didn't look at the starting lineups? Ten minutes into the game, I said, Joseph Martinez? <laughs> I was like <laughs> fucking totally forgot. You know, I'm Mr. MLS. But um, so for a moment, I was like, oh, this is scary. And then like. He didn't really do anything. He had some like one twos, but like yeah. never really, he didn't really threaten at all. The, I was nervous about him because I was like, oh God, like if he finds his form, like this would be a really shitty game for him to like work his way back. He but, sees Nick Hagland. He gets the memory of fucking <laughs> yeah. dicing him for one of the goals of the year. Spinning him around. Yeah. Uh, but thankfully he was terrible like nothing made me feel better about joseph martinez more than watching him try to shoot and it was it was bad <laughs> i'm pretty sure he had a shot go out for a throw-in at one point in the game like it was <laughs> real bad <laughs> yeah so, he's got yeah he's got enough history to live off for a while but uh yeah i mean you saw him tonight and it wasn't i'll I don't want to rest on my laurels, but I feel like next time we face them, I won't be like, oh, Joseph Martinez. I'll be like, all right, yeah. you better fucking do something. Also, didn't Pizarro leave at some point? See, I was going to say Pizarro was that guy. He for blew me, my mind, though. too. I yeah. thought he was gone. <laughs> he was a like a failed DP, quote unquote, that they loaned back to Liga MX and didn't get the DP spot back or something like that. This is where Grayson would have been helpful because he knows he knows all the intricacies here. Uh, but yeah, apparently he's back and still on this team and I assume still a designated player and was pretty bad as well. So that worked out really well. <laughs> I love that. I loved his yellow card. First of all, so stupid. So early. The only bad part was like it set the precedent. And then so when Lucho kicked the yeah. ball away, which I thought was slightly less egregious, but still stupid. Like he had to get a yellow card for that. Yeah. Then Brenner gets a yellow. I was like, are these somehow going to come back <laughs> on us? I know they fall <laughs> off or whatever, but I was like, geez, we love, uh, Getting these bullshit yellow cards. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Pizarro, he, he, yeah, he was doing he stuff lost. around the edges, but nothing really terrifying. The scariest part was just the weather. It was raining. It was wet. Yeah. I was like, something's going to happen and we're going to get punished for not putting in this second goal. Um, speaking of which, uh, this was in idaho potato way ahead of schedule vasquez following pepe blueprint blowing chances before even getting to europe so this guy's in <laughs> bundesliga form already i forgot uh, until you said that you're talking about vasquez was his miss more egregious that header than uh the don bocce one to you since his is kind of off a deflection or it's like how does he not score 
score that. <laughs> yeah, that what kills me is like I haven't seen Tom Baji one score for FC Cincinnati, so <laughs> I've nothing to base it on other than like his we wouldn't statue. even know what that looks like. Yeah, yeah, right. But like I saw Vasquez all last year, and 2022 Vasquez buries two or three of these chances, and uh, yeah, man, I he has to be in his own head about these looming transfer rumors and stuff like that because he's just overthinking everything and it's just not going where he wants it to he was there for who took the uh who took a rip from outside oh it was lucho he shot it with his yeah. left foot kind of the outside and you know didn't have much of a chance but he had some sting on it. and vasquez was right there and i was like i'll just bobble that i was like this is how he's gonna i don't right. care if all of his goals are rebounds <laughs> but that was a good chance yeah that was he was wide open and on that one and the replay of uh, the mascara goal, which is hilarious because it was like, Oh, Martinez is kind of covering him N- makes no attempt to get in front of him. Uh is <laughs> the first guy closest right. to the ball just goes to him. <laughs> He's just big and just headed it straight in. I was like, ah, that couldn't have been how they worked that up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was reading, this is an headline. I was reading people's thoughts. Do you agree? Should Barry all just be corner taking guy? Cause he's fucking whipping those in much better than Lucho's average. Yes. Good balls. I, yeah, I am so glad that we've abandoned that really dumb two man routine where Barry and, and Lucho would both stand over the ball. And I think Barry was rolling the ball to Lucho so he could hit it at a slightly different angle on the move or something. I I still don't understand what they were trying to do with that play, but they basically took two of our most dangerous players on offense and always removed them from the play. So I'm glad we abandoned that. And then, yeah, Barriel's so much better at this than Lucho, and I still don't understand why Lucho, who is easily the best you know, ball skills player that we've ever had is one of the best, uh, you know, ball control experts in MLS just cannot hit a dead ball to save his own life. And so, yeah, no. like Barrio's working. So don't change this, please. Is it like Steph Curry, like being a bad free throw shooter? Like what's right. <laughs> is their equivalent? Where it's like, this doesn't everything else. Like if it's harder, it's better for him. Right. And then did you see, we had one that was basically, um, like if I'm when I'm watching the game, the barley's on the right. So he's in that far corner. Yeah, we got a free kick that was like three yards in from the corner, and yeah. he put one. He hit it pretty hard to the far post. I was like, that's better than your corner kicks, <laughs> but it was a corner kick. There's something about it was like the like corner the same kick spot. Yeah. <laughs> Does the flag throw him off? Does he get it's, nervous around flags? Yeah. Is that what's happening? A penalty kick makes more sense where guys like you think of guys who have had some bad penalty kicks. I'm like, you could blast this ball in the corner. Like right. if it didn't matter anytime you want, but that's like more pressure. There's no pressure on a corner kick unless no. it's the last kick of the game and you're trying to score. Otherwise just put in a, we got some big dudes. We got Miazga and Mascara and Hagland are all capable of putting Oh, Vasquez. Sorry. I forgot about him. Uh, Brenner, not as much, but they're all <laughs> capable of putting a head on the ball and just like to not give them a chance is such a wasted opportunity. But yeah, I guess we yeah. did and we scored. So, <laughs> And look at that. You know, we switch it up a little bit and all of a sudden we're, we're bearing fruit. How about that? Um, what else? That's all the headlines I got. Hey, uh, Grayson here. Um, I do have one headline. Uh, it comes from the Washington uh field examiner i don't know um it was a 
The referee tried to Marco down a penalty, but the camera Angulo showed that he was mistaken. Um, I didn't watch the game. I'm in Colorado skiing. Um, so based on social media, I would say either uh, Marco Angulo is the uh, future and is trying lots of creative things, or he's terrible and uh, he should never play again. And then either Malik Pinto is uh, the truth or um, he doesn't try anything and he just plays conservative and doesn't add anything to the, fi- to the field. Um, again, I didn't watch the game. So uh, I did watch Mascara's goal. That was cool. And then uh, I saw a play where there should have been a handball. And then not only was the handball not called, but a goal kick was awarded, even though it clearly went off Miami's defense. I don't know. Anyway, good win. You know, uh, only team undefeated through six games. So that's nice. Um, running ahead of LAFC last season in the supporter, in the supporter show race. So uh, I think we should all just feel good about it. Uh, Pat Noonan's com- comments notwithstanding. All right. Anyway, I hope the rest of the pod was good because I brought I brought nothing this week. All right. Uh, thanks. Love you. Bye. Other big moments of the game, or do you want to go through it piecemeal? Or, uh, uh, we can go through it piecemeal. I am. I'm surprised you didn't come across the headline about this. Uh, what the hell is up with uh, Wobodo being a last second scratch, but apparently was dealing with an injury all week? What what is this nonsense? Are we that getting shysty now? Also, yeah, and I felt like an idiot because I was staring at it. I was like, "Who's Angelo in for?" And like, I just, <laughs> and I'm because I was looking at the bench. It didn't cross my mind that Obi was injured. That's why I was like, "Right, I don't. What is? Yeah, what, is this what the team happening? Like, oh, maybe our best player. Oh, okay, that's good. <laughs> um, this weather." He's a guaranteed yellow in this game. Come on. So maybe that honestly it couldn't have worked out better. We looked kind of shitty, but we get the dub and uh, hopefully he's all right. And this isn't uh yeah, isn't a big deal. Didn't new what well, not Noonan, uh Brennan Noonan, they're the same guy. Didn't they say he was back? He'll be training this week. Like he's yeah, it's not anything crazy. Pat, I assume got it from Noonan, yeah. Said that he would it wasn't a major thing and that they'd expect him back really fast. But um yeah, I uh, I think it was Grayson that tweeted this. It's like how in the era of legalized gambling, how much more will you get to do this before a major, you know, online gambling outlet gets upset by this? Cuz that's I mean, Chiefs talked about this. That's where the injury report is truly well and truly for is for gambling and the best player being a uh, a scratch there right right before the the lineup drop is yeah it's a little little fishy i don't know and obviously they knew it right i don't <laughs> I, I don't i i don't know if like what pat and laurel are able to see at training and how much of it they're able to hide but like that's frustrating too is that even though even with eyes on training they're able to hide this information and suppress it that's that's super frustrating was he inside part of the week? Like, oh, he's inside during, oh, but like maybe. it wasn't like a thing. 
we should have we should have sniffed it out, shouldn't we? Have? Uh, <laughs> you didn't tweet during the game, did you, Pat? Um, let's see, Yuyakubo one on one staff outdoors. He's out tomorrow. That's all it says. Nothing, mm-hmm. huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, we, we oh, a... got, did you write down Isaac Atanga? There's so much to go. <laughs> I did not, once again. But... Me, me learning that he's was still on the team technically <laughs> i was like oh Man. okay <laughs> like we actually paid more from them we got like just be lucky we didn't get like a bag of crayons in return like he's right. a sunk cost like it's fine sometimes right. things don't work out so yeah, not that nice people were kid, complaining you know nothing against him personally or anything but yeah we should we should mention that uh before the game what the day before that the friday or thursday uh we get the report that isaac tonga has been transferred technically from fc cincinnati to a team in in Norway that is escaping me now. Uh, <laughs> at least I assume it was in Norway, certainly Scandinavia. Yeah. Uh, just to to put dollars to that, we paid somewhere in the neighborhood of three or $4 million for Isaac Ataga's transfer fee. And we transferred him out for somewhere in the neighborhood of $300,000. So. It wasn't the same team, was it? No, so he is. <laughs> he was awesome. on loan. Oh God, no! Wouldn't that be incredible? <laughs> no, he did come from a club in Denmark. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, what is this? Uh, yeah, Allison. That cannot be the way you pronounce that, but that is the uh, that I is the club he is on. This off team to. is killing you. So, um, yeah. <laughs> he had no that hell is real goal. Yes. You know, I'll, I won't, I'll never forget that. And he has that tweet of Matt Doyle saying, I actually think he's quite good. So <laughs> <laughs> just goes to show we're all kind of just throwing shit at the wall. And seeing what's, what. And I think he I mean, actually, no. I remember, did you ever watch any of those? He played for the two team a couple of times. I remember like turning those on. I was like, wow, he's bad for them. Yeah, like, what is going thing. on? I, how is this possible? Like, just be fast on the wing. And he. Right. Kakuta <laughs> Mane made a career of just being the really fast guy. You know, the ball yeah. skills, the scoring will come later. And um, yeah, no, he couldn't do that. And he looked really bad on the worst MLS next pro team. Yeah, I think <laughs> it was one of um, I don't want to I won't sell them out uh, he or her, but uh, one of a post correspondent um, was in touch with him a little bit. And it seemed like he was quite homesick. Yeah. wasn't really feeling his time in the States. So maybe there was more to soccer. Cause just like on a physical level, he should have been able to like be yeah. good in <laughs> at least the MLS too. Um, and when you see a legend like Russell Cicerone get a brace over the weekend <laughs> for, um, who was it? The team that beat Louisville this weekend? Uh, Sacramento Republic. For Sacramento. Yeah. We're, a, lot, a lot of FCC favorites have gone. Yeah. Uh, Fataya Lache, top tier player. Uh, Deckel was my man, Deckel. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's them. And I guess it's just the good USL teams get our old players because we had good players. And they can uh, afford it. Yeah. But God uh, forbid, instead of if Russell Cicerone's name was Russell C- Cicerone, but like actually foreign, but Italian, <laughs> yeah, but like the exact same player, like he gets a chance with FCC. Yeah. And uh, man, what could have been? But yeah, RIP to Isaac. I hope he 
Yeah. Hope he tears it up in Norway. <laughs> it's crazy to think a $4 million transfer fee for him would put him in the top three record transfer signings for like all but two MLS teams. Like <laughs> that was an insane amount of money to spend on him. And, it's a write-off, uh, baby. It's a write-off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like good what on Kramer ownership. said, just write it off. <laughs> good, good on Carl and Meg for, for being willing to take it on the chin there. So yeah, four million um, bucks. <laughs> also announced at the beginning of the game I, during announcements, you had Ray Gaddis's 250th MLS appearance. Congrats. Great job. Whatever. Yeah. And then Nick Haglund's 100th FCC appearance. Impressive. Uh, all-time leader. And I just, you know, I thought it'd be a good chance to say... Nick, I appreciate you. And uh, I was looking up the tweets from when we signed, when we traded for him. Oh, how they savaged us and our boy, mostly FCC. Yeah. And, uh, you know, no regrets. You can no. say we over there were all these complaints about messing up the market. First of all, who could possibly care less about that? That's that's great. But uh, he's he's paid for himself. And if they were trading for, uh, you know, someone to be in the community and stuff, which I kind of scoffed at at first, like that doesn't make any sense. Like he's literally in every video. Yes. He's everywhere <laughs> they go. Like he's he literally is the face of the team. And uh, Nick, you've been worth it. So God bless yeah. you as well. You can critique that 2019 build all you want, but in retrospect, he is probably the best piece that they signed. Like that was the best player that they brought in, given that he's essentially the only one still contributing regular good MLS minutes. Like, yeah, Victor Uoa, I think, has even dropped off at this point. Was he on the bench for Miami? I, I didn't even check. Uh, he had a great outfit the no. other week. I saw yes, they were he all was. dressing. I forget. Oh, he didn't. He didn't get in the game. Unused substitute. I would have heard him. Yeah, yeah. I would have liked to give him a nice, nice, uh, half-hearted <laughs> right. applause. Thanks for struggling like, through yeah. the 2019 yeah. season with us, bud. <laughs> I appreciate it. But like, when you want to look at it, I don't know if this is like the what do you what do you call it when it's like oh we beat this team who kind of sucks, but beat this good team. Oh, like yeah. the transferative properties. The, uh, yeah. The, <laughs> it's, not, it's not quite like that, but like Nick Hagelin, I'm like, he's the starting center back on this team. Who's number two in the supporters shield race. So who won that trade? You tell me. And then like, you could punch holes in that, but like, Hey, uh, it's facts. I think about it this way too. The other big name center backs that were in the market at that time were Omar Gonzalez and Ike Opara. And neither of them would have been a better decision than Nick at the time and certainly not now. Yeah. So Opara had like half a good season, I think, the next year. No, yeah. who's the who's the older guy who like was their midfielder from Seattle? Ozzy Alonso. Like that was like the one that I yeah. think we were in on too and he worked out. Yeah, he um, did okay. Opara for a little bit that like, first year or two. Blew out his knee and never played a game with Minnesota or something like that and ended up retiring. It was a disaster, like just a real disaster. And Omar Gonzalez ended up replacing Haglin more or less on the Toronto team. And he was terrible and he's still terrible. He still plays for new England revolution and he's still terrible. Yeah. So, he's just got a name. Uh, yeah. it looks like this. He, he went through the first season okay. he, and then the second season he played two games. So 32 games. So they got the one year out of him. He's only 34 now. I say only, but like we had, <laughs> we had Jeff Cameron for three years past that. Center backs can be old. Right. Um, 
And Nick but, yeah. is just now 30. So look at that. We He's get ch- chugging t- right along. Take him for a couple more years. Um, so yeah. The game no, happened. Yeah. <laughs> the game did happen. Uh, were you prepared for that weather? Because I no. was not. <laughs> no idea it was going to rain. And apparently, I'm in the first financial now, row 10. Yeah. Uh, rows 11 and back seem to be dry and everything up to row 10 was wet so it's me and my son i like have like our clear bag and it's like over his lap i got like the new pride scarf uh over draped over my lap and i did have a coat i was prepared for the weather as far as the cold but uh yeah and then it was like the 80 and then he's like can we watch the rest inside i said son this is what sports is all about (laughs) he wasn't sure i was like and you did feel a little bit of the slap happiness coming like from the barley and stuff like when the weather gets inclement you know people kind of loosen up a little bit it's like a literal lubricant yeah um so in that way if it was like that but a little less cold i think it'd been fun and but it couldn't have been good for the players especially like barrios thighs and things like that we're getting yeah quite frosty i'm sure I noticed every player that started the game, at least for FCC, was wearing regular kit, shorts, uh, nothing else. Every sub that came on was in either long <laughs> sleeves or with gloves or both. <laughs> yeah. So they they had the time to prepare for for what was going on out there. And yeah, I'm happy to attribute a lot of the uh, sloppiness and weirdness of this game to the weather because guys were certainly falling passes were going in weird places it was yeah. it was a messy game from about the 60th minute on i would say um and i've got there's a group of them like the i i point this out a lot the old uh hoyt is open it's yeah. you know and I, as i point out watch the game the opposite side of the ball is on that fullback will always be open <laughs> because it's hard to make a crossfield pass yes that won't get intercepted and it's like they're not all lucho so you don't always want to you know first of all we don't all have the ability to make that pass but like so the whole game people are like screaming for um barrial to get the ball which you know it's a i i'm happy to get the barrial but we're not going to switch it every time and in this weather i'm like we have to kind of take it easy because a lot of those passes we were trying to make were not coming off and i would hope i'm gonna put a lot of the blame on the wind the rain yeah Etc. Etc. Um, do we have any big chances before their big shout? The uh, the never ending VAR. Uh, Brenner had a fairly soft shot before that, and then that was about it. Roman had a yeah. half decent save, and then yeah, <clears throat> and we're off to VAR town uh, with that one. Did you in the moment think it was a penalty? So. Yes, because I had no, it's the opposite end to me. So I had no idea where the, like, then the question was just, was that a foul? I'm like, from far away, I'm like, well, that looked like a foul. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't actually think it was that I didn't think it was a foul. He's on the ground so early that he has to be seeking contact to go down. Like, yeah, you can see him. You can go around him or over him. Like the fact that you decided to drag your foot over the man lying on the ground, I don't think should earn you anything. That's that's just it a was bad a bad idea. challenge yeah. to make, though. Yeah, that's I mean, it was poorly timed, obviously, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I don't think but, it was uh, foul worthy. Yeah. yeah, but from far away, when they pointed, I was I didn't think the debate would be um, in or out. Of like the they they weren't yeah. going to overturn that. 
which was clearly they were just staring at where the foul started or whatever forever. Right. But like as soon as they they blew a penalty, um, because Avery had been complaining that he had to go to the bathroom, I was like, you can hold it. I forgot that kids can't hold it. I was like, all right, let's go. <laughs> like right when they called the penalty, I'm like, now's the time. So we go. He goes to the bathroom. We come out. We're waiting there. They still haven't finished the VAR. I was like, this is incredible. But it was the first time in the club they use in the video, uh, the feed they show. It's the first time I heard Tommy G and Kevin all year. So, you know, it's a nice warm blanket on a cold, wet night about the VAR. And from what I've been told, the announcers on MLS Plus were like, this isn't even close. Like, this is open and shut. This is not a penalty. They need to overturn this. And then, like... I got my wife text me that like, but like, so why haven't they called it yet? I'm like, good question. <laughs> They're just going on and on. So did you think they were going to overturn it based on, did they show, they weren't showing any replays inside, I th- but they showed like maybe one initial one outside, but then they never, why aren't I, they showing it when he's looking at it? I don't, I don't show understand. us what he sees. Yeah. That's what the NFL does. They let you see exactly what the ref is doing with like, even with them, you know, panning back and forth and, and slow mowing certain parts. And that's like telling. It lets you know what they're actually looking for. And it gives you a sense. The longer it went on, the more I was confident that they were reversing it because if they weren't going to reverse it, that would have been a very easy decision. So the more you yeah. had to analyze it, the more in doubt it became. Um, but I'm surprised they let it get all the way to the point where like they got the box cleared out. And uh, I guess it was Martinez was getting set to take it and was like set up. And then they blew it to go to the, the VAR. It was yeah. like weird that it took that long to make that decision. Like they were so, so well, was far there too, down many, too many games going on at yeah. once. And they're like, uh, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I would, I'd like to look it up to see if there were other like VR wow. decisions happening at the exact same moment. That That's they a were great checking point. Into. If they centralize uh, it, yeah, maybe they can only do two at a time. And there yeah, were so three someone, decisions then. We, yeah, we should, uh, source outsource that information so if you want to look up exactly when we were getting our var go through all the other games that were happening (laughs) see if there were any var shouts at that moment that uh, could justify that um but no so that was a relief right not given (laughs) i'll take it is are we uh, i was thinking this too once they overturned us are we one of the favorites and therefore we're getting like the star treatment are we getting the preferential treatment i mean we've been so bad for so long I, is this what like the galaxy and the sounders feel like all the time <laughs> i also was thinking about it because i thought vasquez got a decent amount of calls for a change yeah um like when he's holding off people or like you could tell he was like, all right, I'm going to try to win a foul here. And he was. Yeah. I, obviously, I loved it. But I was thinking I was like, OK, now like there's rumors he's going outbound. <laughs> now we're trying to jack up the price. So like, yep. yeah, Vasquez is getting these calls. Like if I like it's the first thing I thought I was like, wow, is he getting the uh, so long calls now? <laughs> like he finally earned them on his way out because I thought overall, besides yeah, I don't know. I don't remember complaining too much about any decisions. I feel like we got a lot of those yeah. to go our way. I thought I thought the ref was fine. You could argue <clears throat> some of the like technical stuff he was too aggressive on, like we already talked about the Pizarro restart and the Brenner uh, you know, substitution. I think that's what Brenner got was the time wasting substitution direction that he was gonna come off the field yeah, or whatever. That was a little much. Um 
But yeah, there was a point later in the game, I forget the exact uh, minute, but Vasquez clearly dives and gets the call. And that, to your point, was exactly like, oh yeah, he's he's getting the (laughs) the NBA superstar foul treatment now. This is great. They wanna they wanna get a couple more million dollars out of his transfer line line everybody's pockets. But Um, you know, if it's on my side, I'll I'll be glad to take it. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, fairly I don't know. I, I would say uneventful, but then everything happened in the first half. Um, That's true. <laughs> but if it's so late, it was like in the sixth minute of the right. nine minute stoppage. We get that uh, corner goal. Yeah. Then Mosquera shows up, uh, which I believe we've already talked about plenty, but nice to see back on the score sheet. He is now, what, more goals than Lucho, or no, I was going to say Brenner and Vasquez combined. He's got two, and I think they have two. So he's equaled He's equaled them. Um, I forgot he had already scored. I went on the whole screed about, uh, yeah. wow, yeah, he scored. You're probably like, yeah, he fucking already did that. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it works. He's got two now. He's our, He's one of our He's in Moreno's zone now, baby, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. He's tied with Moreno. Goddamn. What a weird season. If this Isn't it, is... Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just, if this is the worst this team is going to look, we're going to win all of the trophies, right? Like, if these are the bad games? <clears throat> there was a few moments in the first half, like I said before, like the first half of the first half, where I thought, oh, today's the day we're, like, turning it on. Because they were, like, moving it around a little bit. But like I yeah. said, nothing was coming off. But you keep waiting, and I assume we all believe that, like, one of these games, like, the floodgate is going to open. Because right now it's just a weird feeling being so excited for Sergio Santos to come in the game. <laughs> I'm like, all right, here we go, baby. Here yeah, we go. Santos. And, like, he did nothing happen his way at all. I'm not sure how many touches he had the whole game. And uh, Arias came in, too. Not to get too far ahead, but uh, do you agree? Are you assuming, like most of us, that the floodgates will Oh, Will I put open. a cheeky. Just gotta get the right opponent. Yeah, I put a cheeky like two dollar <clears throat> bet on a four nothing victory because it was like ooh plus three thousand or whatever it was. Like, why yeah. not? This would be the game that we would explode out of the gates, right? And then we get a a dull one nothing, you know, skate yeah. by match. I'm waiting for it too. It's gonna happen eventually, I assume. I don't know what this season looks like if we don't. Like, what if we do go undefeated, but we win every game one to nothing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that'll do to me. <laughs> I and also it's like, I don't know if this is the right weekend. This feels like a zero zero draw coming up, uh, yeah, but hopefully yeah. not. Hopefully this is the week. We did have a breakout. I think Vasquez had like a big game against uh, the Union last year. One of the games. Yeah. Did we tie them all? I can't remember what those fucking what happened in. Uh... Uh, we beat them once pretty bad. Three yeah. to one or four yeah. to one. Yeah. I could go for that. Yeah, that'd be this nice. is a perfect opportunity. <laughs> we get the slob fest all week. Did you know these guys are friends? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that nonsense. Um, but uh, we'll uh, see what happens. But yeah, we. I mean, we got to. I'm still I'm still feeling positive um, yeah. that the goals will come. And uh, even if we just put in the ones we should score. Right. We'll be doubling the scores of most <laughs> of these games. Like Vasquez should have had at least <clears throat> two. Um, 
Brenner had a rocket in the second half that was a, a really good save uh, that I could have just as easily gone in. Um, so yeah, like the chances are there. Lucha was fine this game. Um, yeah. Early this season, he was he was slow, but he he's right up there doing Lucha stuff. Barrial, one of his best games all year. It probably his best game, and yeah, like it's all there except for literally the finish just literally that last that last touch is just missing oh, uh, <clears throat> well who is it uh i bet like um who are the other guys oh, like archimedes he's like what do i gotta do to get a baji <laughs> appearance you know like i believe me did you see there's like an el salvador is it el salvador uh, Guatemala. For Guatemala. Him. Yeah. Apologies. I'm sure <laughs> someone is either <laughs> Guatemalan or El Salvadorian is like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, not even fucking close, bro. Um, do we, we, do we have someone who played for El Salvador at some level? Am I making that up in my head? Francisco like Narbonne might have been <laughs> El Salvadorian. I don't know if you ever played for the national team, though. <laughs> All right, let's do a quick. Who did uh, Nazmi play for? Palestine. Palestine. Yeah. Um, what about Keanu Casamalahuapa? <laughs> In uh, October 22, was called up to. Uh, FCC two player, I believe, and I yes, gotta admit, yes. my, my knowledge of that roster is not great. <laughs> no, but that's definitely not who I was thinking of. Um, well, Archimedes played against El Salvador. <laughs> we're really reaching now. Um, that's what that's what you were anyways, thinking of. Yeah, yeah. But there's like one of those like it's like an account like basically just about him. Like once again, Archimedes not given any chance. We'll press on until next week. And I'm like, I'm glad he's got like, I don't, I don't think it's like a Frank Amaya senior situation. I think right. it is just like a random dude, but either way, uh, that's cool with me. Um, what else happened in the second half? They had a fucking rip that hit the crossbar, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, it should have just as easily gone in. There was a, a moment too in that second half, second half. Yeah, the second half where we got burned bad down that left side. Arius was was left out to dry, and uh, it was just amazing that it didn't become a goal. Like our recovery is so good from the center back position. We we finally have three relatively fast center backs that were able to recover <laughs> from those moments, which is just incredible. But yeah, they had a couple of moments where they probably should have done more, but. They had a flick on, it might have been like a chest on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was in like, oh, that's a goal scoring position. And the guys hit a duck, like straight at Roman. <laughs> so that was nice to see. Uh, Roman doesn't have to do much. No. This is great. This is how Gaius Salina yeah, made his yeah. way to Chelsea. Like, yeah, man, just hang out back there. You look good. Another clean sheet. This is great. Go uh, out there, catch some balls. Yeah. He did. His, uh, he did. I think it needs to be said again. His distribution, very good, considering how absolutely awful it was last year. He's certainly made strides. So. Yeah, hit it, hit it and play, and that's he's done that a lot more. Here's a question for you: Malik Pinto comes in for Marco mm. Angulo. If there is a situation where we need to start one of Pinto or Angulo in the near future, who do you want starting? <laughs> this makes it sound like. Is it more important that we d 
don't let the other team score or that we score? I don't know. <laughs> hmm. Probably at this moment, you're putting Pinto in. Yeah. But also, like, you know, you can't cage a wild bird like that. But, like, if you told Marco Angelo, like, hey, you have to play exactly like this, I think he could play the way that Pinto played. There's nothing stopping him. But, like, he's out there to be the one who's, like, kind of, even though he was starting for Obi. Yeah. Like, in his mind, he's more closer to, like, playing Lucho's position. He's yeah. not. But, like, trying to move it forward, which he kind of did. But you could also still see him hesitating last night because there was a few balls that you like just turn in just turn and hit it and he'd be like ah and he'd play it back to the center backs and you're like oh okay which like again in the weather it's better than giving up the ball but if he was someone else i think we'd play a few more balls quicker forward but uh no buyer's remorse for me yet i don't know if it's the hair i always like a guy with the big (laughs) hair it's just easy to identify but does that mean what do you your own question are you you a pinto that needs an alliterative name for a Pinto Parader. <laughs> I'll think about it. <laughs> Prostolicizer. <laughs> a, a Pinto Patreon subscriber. Uh, I think I prefer Angulo because he is such a wild card that, yes, you just know you're going to have like three really bad giveaways in midfield every game. But if just like, if it just were to start clicking with him, some combination of him, Obi, and Lucho in midfield would just be devastating and just everything I've ever wanted from our midfield because he is willing to try shit when he's confident. And like you said, last night he didn't he was not confident. You can see yeah. you can see his ceiling though, and it's much higher than Pinto's. But. Yeah, just even their bodies, if you uh, Pinto <laughs> does not look like a possible DP or a like a, no. a guy who's going to get transferred to Europe. And maybe he could be because there's guys his stature, but like Angulo looks like it he's looks really lanky. <laughs> I think he's faster than we've. He's never really had to put on the jets. Really, I can't like no. picture him running, tracking back. Maybe that's a bad thing, <laughs> or like <laughs> bursting forward. He's very content in the middle, but you could tell like just the way he kind of glides that like if push came to shove, he could probably fucking haul ass. Yeah, and there's no he's he's making mistakes that have nothing to do with the opponent most of the time. Yeah. So yeah, that's one of the things I wrote down. We should talk about was him because I saw a lot of people like this guy needs like he shouldn't be on anywhere on the field or stuff. So it was basically about like, be a little patient. Yeah. Like I was looking at his transfer market, played his entire life, professional soccer life, youth life for Independiente in Ecuador. Yeah. He's never played anywhere else ever. <laughs> uh, that's the only club he's ever played for. So now he's like in a new country on a new team and everything. I'm sure just the style, everything is different than the Ecuadorian league oh, yeah. uh, in MLS. So yeah, if it was like things like, Oh, he looks a step off or like he's trying to juke guys constantly and they're stuffing him. No, he's doing things that I'm sure he does in his sleep when he's playing in Ecuador. Right. And he's just trying to get his feet wet. So I think once he's just like chills out for a little bit, yeah, yeah you could just tell. With the hair in his body. <laughs> but for now, he's content to be like, okay, I'm just going to give it to Moreno. Yeah. Or you can see him looking around, looking for Lucho. Well, there was a few balls we played in general in the midfield that like their guys slid for. 
and they were inches from like stealing yeah. it and yeah. a massive break and we got away with them. But yeah, so I'm, I'm team Angulo. So people don't, don't jump off the train yet. Cause, uh, you know, I'm still, I'm still high enough on him based on, I've never seen him any highlights of him <laughs> before this. <laughs> right. I didn't watch any, but like I'm on, I'm down and yeah. I, you know, the, our track record's decent. Uh, I'm not going to count Baji yet one way or another, but uh, yeah. he's a locker, he's a locker room guy. Anyway, he's a glue it's not guy. About, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not about him. He's an assist machine. Him and, him and Vasquez. That's why you can't start Brenner because him and Vasquez have this great chemistry going. Uh, oh man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I think Angulo, strikes me more of like Brenner in 2021 where it's like all right you can see it but he's like clearly getting his sea legs in the country versus like uh Makocho when he showed up and I was like <laughs> his legs were gone there were he no- <laughs> can't do this it's like one game and he's like he can't do this this is not gonna did work you, out did you listen to the CST episode with the like the Brentford podcasters on to talk no, about Makocho? I didn't listen to that one they were like, cause like the Weigels, understandably, we're all very excited. We got our midfield destroyed. Like, well, he's going to be kind of the blah, blah, blah. We're like, you know, he's not going to like necessarily be the one to do this, this, but like, yeah, I mean, he's a steady. And, but like, there's kind of like, you oh. could tell it's like they knew in their hearts that like, not that we were getting a lemon. I think they even, they thought he would do better, but it was like, if you're thinking this guy, like we're, we were expecting Obi, right? Right. That's how he was like, built. <laughs> yeah. So then we actually see, you know, he's like, I'm an animal on the field. Right. And you're like, you never saw it once. Like all you saw was like at his best was like an average Moreno game. Maybe yeah. that's like yeah. peak Mocha Joe is an average Moreno game. And then you see like Obi come in like, oh my God, this is what it's. Yeah. This is what you pay for. Right. The slide um, tackle into a pass in one fluid motion. You're like, oh my God, that's what a DP midfielder yeah, can do. Tracking down the other team's best player and like knocking him off the ball. But uh, yeah. So in that regards, mm. well, it's just, we could be, yeah, he's closer to the, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's nothing like that situation. Thank God. Uh, we are undefeated, though. Did you know we, that? We are undefeated. Uh, we are top of the Eastern Conference, but not the overall table. That still goes to uh, that very annoying expansion team, St. Louis, uh, although they did lose. I know. To- I watched the end of that, and I was loving it way more than <laughs> I should. Like, I have no feelings about St. Louis at all. And I'm just like, I'm like, come on, Minnesota. Hang on. Hang on. It was a late uh, penalty, right, that sank them? I... I think that's what happened there. Uh, yeah, not too late, but uh, yeah, second okay. half penalty. And then um, they were throwing everything for it. And they almost got it a few times. It's so weird seeing Johnny Nelson out there, though. Johnny Nelson. Did we trade him away? Expansion draft, weirdly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you remember, uh, they did the classic FCC move. Uh, they posted a photo of uh, Alvaro Barriel when they announced <laughs> that they, they picked Johnny Nelson. Just freak everybody the fuck out. Like, oh, God. <laughs> did we forget to, to cover him? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that's why they picked him. Like, he'd be good depth on our team. You yeah. know, a reliable person to have in. But, like, you know, I'm not losing any sleep about it. But uh, how do you feel about our boy... Uh, Arius, when he comes into the game, he didn't get much action. I know we were kind of hold on to it mode. I am always impressed when he is on the field, though. He does these little things like he does just enough to interrupt dribbles and annoy the attacker that he's defending that other guys in MLS don't seem to do. They they like 
most defenders will give their space and and sort of you know play back and try to contain he is right up in there and just super annoying but never gets called for a foul and i absolutely love that and i will always <laughs> always love that um his crossing or his decision making i should say in the final third I don't know. I want more. I don't know what I would have, you know, the the classic, you know, what I would have done in that situation. I don't know if I would have made a different decision or if another decision was obvious at that time. I just I want more magic from him with his yeah. with his resume, his skills. And uh, yeah, it's just always like a low ball to the top of the box. It's like, OK, no, sure. there's a few just like same with Angelo. There's a few times. I mean, they weren't getting mad because it's what they do. But like Lucho, not Lucho, Brenner and Vasquez were making peeling off and like yes. making these runs and like you see him think about it he's like I eh, better not <laughs> like how about you do it like you know <laughs> go ahead man like right. like that was he came in at halftime too right yeah he came in for Gaddis who didn't have a great game um I can't remember I wasn't expecting a halftime moment, sub though yeah, yeah yeah no is it just they're like we don't think this guy can play a whole game so or is it then minutes managing Arius even that yeah like after all him. that trial they're like gotta make sure he's fit and then like eh. <laughs> <laughs> it's immediately just like Maybe all glass <laughs> yeah uh so that'd be funny if they just did like a 50 50 split and we just know <laughs> i mean that'd be kind of tight in the second half like oh shit they got a guy who might actually attack us a little better not yeah. that i mean obviously i i profess my love for ray gaddis the other week <laughs> I mean, he did have an incredible game he followed this one up with a not so great game um i really hope that we are paying arius by the minute so whatever that it comes out to 100 bucks a minute or something like that so he plays enough games he'll get a nice fat salary but yeah. uh if he's hurt I, I uh i expect everyone to be you know i you know i play in philadelphia yeah. Noonan's not gonna leave any stone unturned. So praying Obi's back, number one, and then second, I think everybody will be turned on. Weather will be better. There could be some uh, debuts before the game. I'm hearing um, just new, new horizons, new things yeah. out in the world. Maybe I'll touch on that right before we go. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got a question for you. Oh, please. Uh, you know, you see a little bit of this. From reasonable people and from unreasonable people, the ceiling is constantly going to be raised. Some people are like, how could you be angry about this, that? Remember how bad we are? Oh, yeah. The Like, the wall is, I don't know how to, like, you're running a race, but, like, if you turn around, the wall's right behind you, okay? There's no going back. So, right. our height is the height we're at right now. So, I would say, it's okay if you want to talk shit when we look kind of shitty. And we're under, you're like, hey, we're undefeated. And I'm like, hey, this isn't the same as before where like people were like, we're about to stop being fans of the team because we were so bad. So like right. that was a different kind of critique. Now it's like, hey, we're going to we're trying to win the shield. We're trying to win the cup. So be a little better. So I don't mind. Just be reasonable. Don't be ungrateful. Be grateful. We're good now. But yes, it's OK to critique just as long as you do it under the guise of. I love that we're good now, yeah. <laughs> but like fans of good teams, once your team becomes good, you know, you think the Patriots fans, like when they blew it after they'd won six Super Bowls or whatever, like, I don't care. Right. No, they cared, but they were, they, they couched it with like, ah, oh, but what a run. 
<laughs> but fuck. So it's okay. And last night wasn't, we won. So I'm not yeah. in it. I'm happy we won. Right, right. It's like, I, just, uh, I want it to be better. So it's let's like get a little a better. Real Madrid fans. It's like, you win every title. You win every other Champions League. You've got the best players on planet Earth. You have one of the largest stadiums. You are the like the pinnacle and like the template for the ultimate team, the superstar team, the team that can't be beat. And like they're bitching about their team online. It's like all right yeah there's yeah there is a point <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, yeah just every single fan base i, I have uh, that I, that really drives me insane especially with fans of premier league teams like uh the classic one is like spurs fans like oh spurs sucks oh my god i can't believe our team has to do this and they're like fifth in the league it's like fuck <laughs> every off every year <laughs> right yeah. it's like fuck off that's incredibly successful like, just go away um, yeah i got their new stadium and they got <laughs> oh it must be so hard <laughs> i mean entertaining yeah, go, players to watch go tell a portsmouth fan how hard you have it when they're you know dying between league two and league one or whatever like well yeah kevin now you have a lot of listeners right now who are yelling at their speakers saying hey i'm a wrexham fan and we're not even in the premier league right now so you know all i've had to deal with i'm just trying to make it out of uh league one or wherever the fuck they are but, uh, i believe so, they're in the national league but yes. yeah so say a prayer say a prayer for the wrexham fans out there yes the wrexham fc c uh, crossover fans because we know they're out there they've had a really tough 13 months that's when they first became a fan yes do you think there's like a hierarchy like um i was a fan like from the second episode and you like binge watched it like six months later it's like we are not built the same like we are not the same the rexham thing too is funny because like if you were a fan of another team in that league, you would despise Wrexham. That oh, they just absolutely. show up with all this money and the Hollywood investors and they start buying all of these players that they shouldn't be able to get and the coach they shouldn't be able to get. That'd just be the most annoying thing. It's like it's how the rest of the USL felt about us when we showed up when yeah. fcc shows up is like the fucking john harks and all these guys with mls on their roster or on their resume like this is unfair we're playing high school kids like what but they happening? love it too because then you beat yeah. that team and yeah. like oh that's you need that team to beat like if you're dcfc you need fcc yeah you need this f- bullshit like to represent something and that's Philadelphia next week. That's my transition. <laughs> uh, yeah, we do have Philadelphia. That's a home game, correct? It is a home game. Uh, if I remember correctly from our schedule, this is the only back-to-back home game, uh, home what? series, something like that. We have a very weird schedule. Philadelphia 2-3-1 uh, and one, scored the same amount of goals as us. But I they've let that. in four more. So. In May, we have three straight home games, so I'm a liar. <laughs> you should have just left it just so somebody could be listening like, I know that's not true. Uh, yeah. Well, Why anyway. do you say that? <laughs> With them, uh, uh, but yeah, we got Philadelphia. Uh, they've had a weird season. Miami beat them two to nothing earlier this year. Um, I don't know exactly. Form guide? That's where I'm going. I'm going uh, to that form guide right now. Loading, I loading, loading, see loading. Philadelphia should have. Yes. Sandwiched 
between CONCACAF Champions League games versus Atlas is our game against Philadelphia. So maybe we're catching them at the perfect time. Some squad rotation, a terrible injury, some... <laughs> I don't know something. Who along did we? Those lines. Didn't we play a, a, a rotated uh, squad? Orlando. Uh, Orlando also yeah. in Champions League. Then yeah, uh, didn't, they didn't help us too much in that one. No, we drew, and it was a bummer. We do better um, against the full. Isn't Andre Blake hurt too, or was he on international last game? Is he just gone? I think he's hurt. Do 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 do. We're breaking a lot of news here. <laughs> He's Andre Blake has married. Played four games this year, so I'm gonna say not hurt. He exited. He played 90 minutes against Kansas City yesterday. <laughs> oh, that was 90 minutes too many because now he's really feeling it and he might have to sit out the next one. <laughs> <laughs> now he's in a tough spot. Um yeah, I was just trying to check. This is just thrilling mm. podcast uh material here. Where is stats, Atlas? Stats, stats. Atlas is in 12th in Liga MX, which puts them in the last playoff spot. So, um, not great. If you haven't before, and I don't know why you hadn't, and I don't know why you do it now, go back and watch Lucho Acosta Atlas highlights. He has like one goal, and it is the greatest highlight reel. It's everything you want from Lucho. I'm like, how did this not like? I was like, when people were questioning it all, I was like, he looks fucking awesome. <laughs> like, I know you can make a highlight reel of, well, almost anyone, but it's like, you know, it's a full length, and he's just dicing dudes. He's nutmegging. There's yeah. no end product. I blame his team. They had the weird guy with the dreadlocks. Do you remember that guy? Like, dreadlock oh, yeah. mullet. Weird team. Um, uh, that but, team wow. was absolutely bizarre. The team that Lucho last played for, uh, that Atlas team finished dead last in Liga MX the next year, because of course they don't have pro rel either. The next year without Lucho, they won the league. Take <laughs> <So, laughs> <laughs> it with a, a grain of salt. A yeah. little <laughs> annoying that, uh, that he left right as they got real good. Um, yeah, they got their payback though. Remember when they played, uh, <laughs> I don't know what that team's name is with a riot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Still saying oh, nobody shit. died, and I refuse to believe that. Uh, search of the Q. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're Quintero like, or, yeah. Yeah, 12 injuries, no deaths, and there's yeah. clearly footage online. Possible though. concussion due to death. Um, <laughs> Kevin, uh, people want this. I, I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to say it's power rankings, okay, for this week. And then Let's maybe do we'll, I don't want to give up the ghost in case you use the other segment. But for now, I'm doing a top three. I'm counting down from three okay. to one. This is as of this moment, not based on last season. How yeah, you're feeling at yeah. this particular moment. Do you think you can do it off the dome? I can. I'll give you this. Should we start with our three, like our number three and work our way up? I like can that. You, I like that. Can you do that? Uh, I'll give you number three, Alvaro Barriel. I mm. am in love with him this season. He's doing great. <laughs> I'm in love with him last season too, but this season as well. Yeah, he's playing like the guy who's on his way out for yeah. being awesome. If you had to pick a player who is most likely to be transferred to Europe, I'd pick him right now. Uh, yeah. Mosquera's contract situation notwithstanding. Um, so I'll, you know, kind of spoil my own list because Barial's my number one right now. Mm. I mean... The man is giving you everything you want. 
he's not exactly how we thought he'd be when we first signed him, when we thought he'd be, yeah, you know, more of like an up the field winger, but he still kind of is because that's where he's doing all his damage, but he doesn't even have to like juke guys too much. He takes yeah. these long balls in from like Lucho and like you see like Runs. Yedlin yeah. coming at him and he's like, you think I'm going to go this way and I'm just going to power straight down this way and it works. And he whips in. He's the best crosser. Yes. I don't really count Lucho. You know, Lucho's floating in obviously the dream balls, but like he's the best crosser of the ball and uh, his defense is good enough. It's fine. If he adds dead ball specialist to his uh, arsenal here, that is, that's going to be tough to to overcome. He, he's Which going he's to be shown tough. the signs. He had a, that was one of our rare goals two seasons ago against uh, Chicago. That was one of our away goals was a yeah. Barrial free kick with um, Saudi backer Arlo White on the call. <laughs> so it was, it was very, I remember he briefly, yes, <laughs> he yes. was randomly doing Chicago games when he was uh, in the, the States. And it's a great, it's great hearing him do the call. It made it feel even bigger against, you know, five people in the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic. Uh, great goal. So yeah, I don't see why he couldn't. The only and they let him take a decent amount, but uh, yeah, we haven't had a lot in pure goal scoring situations. My number three is yeah. Mascara, loan or no loan. Yiggy's, you know, we so, talked about him enough. I was gonna say not to spoil my number one, <laughs> but it's Mascara. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. So far, we're you know two for two out of the three, though. You know. Does this mean we both have Obi for number two? No, because oh, you know okay, why. Okay. <laughs> what he's hurt now? He's off the list. This is... <laughs> okay, fair enough. If it is a very recent power ranking, he's way out. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I don't love my number two. Now I'm looking at it. It feels like a very like Norton kind of choice. I don't know what that means. <laughs> so it's, like so it's my Nick number Aglin two. then, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's not Nick Aglin. No, oh, I'm just kidding. That would, that's true. Uh, mine was Roman. Oh, yeah. No, that's good. That's but good. the only reason he's not, I'm not feeling more strong about it is just like he hasn't had to really show it too much. Yeah. Like he's just, he's been good. He's been reliable. He's good in the air. He's smothering balls for the most part or knocking to the side. Uh, and hopefully he doesn't have to be amazing. That, you know, that's fine with me too. I don't need him making highlight saves as long as they're not making those shots. But uh, yeah. do you think he got a touch on that ball that hit the crossbar? They always no. Actually, I think it might. The call was it might have grazed Moreno. They didn't get oh, a corner off it. Oh, is that what it. they said? Because I thought he got a touch to it, and that's what tipped it over. But I don't. That's know. possible too. But when I rewatched, it's like, oh, I think Moreno might have touched it. Whatever, it doesn't gotcha. matter. Uh, that's He's, my number two. Who do you got? I say obviously that you're Obi. Obi is number two for me. Yeah. He, I mean, it's telling when like the takeaway last night is, oh, we didn't look. So bad without Obi. It's like we yeah. grade the entire team on a curve when he's not there. And he is just so good. He makes a three-man midfield even possible. Like, I think without him, you would necessarily, well, <laughs> last night notwithstanding, you would have assumed he needed four guys in there to do his work. And, um, yeah, no, he's he's still incredible. He's still getting phantom yellow cards because they just can't perceive that he would be that good at defending. So he got um, one last yeah. night. Yeah. <laughs> he was playing FIFA at home and they said a thing. Um, so yeah, my, you know, in a, if he plays in the game and doesn't like literally drop his pants and take a shit at the midfield, he would be, you know, he's yeah. in there. He'd be yeah. my number two, even if, 
maybe he should be number one. But yeah, Barial is just like, what more could you ask for him? Maybe just if he scored more. Like, I don't really think he needs to score more, but I'm just saying, like, if I was, if I'm, if I'm just wishing out in the world that somehow he's the one who's picking up the goal slack for our other slackers. Or if he was feeding assists to Brenner and Vasquez, I don't know how many, I don't know what his XA is, his expected assists getting sure. balls into those guys. But well, he, his was last night, that perfect yeah. uh, corner to uh, Mascara. Lucho has been, was it, was that the last game before this where we missed all those like yeah. we're through on goal? Yeah. I mean, yeah. he was, it just changes the whole vibe of the game. Cause then you can nitpick all this stuff. I'm like, you know, if we just score those other ones, <laughs> there wouldn't be a lot of nitpicking, but uh, yeah, I, I will say too, you know, we're talking about the team is really good. And so I want to make sure the criticism's coming from a certain spot. It's like, it's really nice that we have like three or four of those examples per game versus like under Stom where there'd be one, you are like, ah, oh, if we'd buried that, we might have gotten a yeah. draw. It's like it's nice to know that we had like three or four ready to go. Could have could have dominated that team. But yeah, I got a, I have a highlight mix of Lacadia misses. <laughs> that was I mean that was a real experience. Oh man, man. he's God off to him. bigger and better things according to Instagram. Uh, people getting <laughs> excited. He's coming back to Cincinnati. <laughs> uh, well, where do you? Yeah, that's the question that we got a uh, an email from a listener. Um, yeah, who was that? <laughs> I was gonna try to say a real name and then not worth it. Uh, where do you? Loka joins the team in his contract. He has to start. Okay. How are you slotting him in there? Who do you pair him with? Where are you putting him? Where do you play Loka? That should be that should be your post topic every week. A former player. <laughs> Signs the FCC. <laughs> yeah. in, no, yeah. In the contract, it's a new player every week. In the contract, he has to play. How do you play him? Where do you play him? Obviously, it's got to be a. It can't be like a goalie. It's got to be someone yeah. where you have to like really kind of think about it. Loka, Who's coming out for Loka? Uh, I would put him uh, in Ray Gaddis's spot. <laughs> so, only With that because, gate. That's exactly what I want. I want that gate on full display on the sidelines for for the first financial folks. Loka was proof that you actually do need more than talent. Like there's a certain, like there's a certain je ne sais quoi. It's not that he's a DJ, you know, yeah, it's not no. that he's totally dispassionate, which might've been true as well, but there's just something like you could see his quality or like no one else on the team could do what he just did. Yeah. And then he'd miss like a one inch shot and he'd be like, ah, there's just not. Yeah, what is this? <laughs> so you're going the amusement route. So you're putting him in where you want it. I put, I, yeah. I, You're not trying to win games anymore? Well, I'll tell you this. <laughs> he might cross the ball better than Arias and Gaddis, so I might actually yeah. gain something there. Yeah. Where would you, Where I you mean, you're you going to put him up top, but are you taking Brenner or Vasquez out then? You know what? I think he could do most of what Angulo, Angulo did last night. <laughs> just, I thought about that as well. Not all of it, but just last <laughs> night. Like, he's he's... He's kind of toothless, so he's not going to be – he's not winning a lot of balls. But you yeah. still have Moreno in there. And I think he could – did he – was he – did he play with Lucho? I, my timelines are all messed up right now. <laughs> were they on the – they were never on a team together. I'm pretty sure they were on a team together. 2021, no, they the never, first half. They had to have been. Now I got to look it up. No, Lucho didn't – he Lucho started – was on the 2021 team. All right, my brain's hurting. 
once again, people are driving off the road. Like, you idiot. <laughs> and for one way or another, I don't know which way, but they're saying you are a fucking 2021 idiot. FC Cincinnati season. We're on Wikipedia. Player movement in was Luciano Costa. Out was... Wait, let's just go back up here. Boop, 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 boop. Where'd you go? So that's when he started the year and then he went away. Yes. I haven't. Can you in your deepest recess of your brain? Can you picture one moment of Lucho and and Loca like passing it to each other? Are we sure? Could that have happened? I don't know. This might not have happened. Because I, I was because like, if it has happened, that is, I've been men in black because I, <laughs> not a single memory of that in any way. But he wasn't just here for 2020, right? Yeah, loans in Jurgen Lacadia. Start date February of 2020. He ended in June 30 of 2021. Lucho Acosta joins in 2021. There is a point in time. Get this. Get this. <laughs> there is a point in time where Brandon Vasquez, Brenner, Loca, Acosta, Kubo are all on the same team. <laughs> And we suck. <laughs> and we were terrible. Not even um, close. <laughs> let's see. No. Okay. Wait. Where was he gone? He had. To I mean, like, there. was he hurt at the beginning of the year? I don't think so. Okay, so he subbed into that Nashville game, the two-two game, where Lucho like had his amazing little flick over the yeah. goalie and Brenner's PK. And he uh, subbed in. Loka came into that game. People listening right now. <laughs> Do you can remember? you picture Jurgen Lacadia and Lucio Acosta playing together? Because it is not part of my brain. Also, who did Jurgen Lacadia sub in for? If you can guess this without looking, I got five dollars coming your way, Kevin. <laughs> did he sub in for if anyone can get it, it's you. Caleb also Stanko. forgot about this. <laughs> I don't know. He subbed in for Calvin Harris. Oh, who, of course. Who started the first game of the 2021 season, apparently. Wow. Who now, he, and who now plays for Colorado Rapids. I had no fucking idea. Uh, Caleb Stanko actually subbed in for Yuya Kubo in oh, that game. okay. Alan Cruz subbed in for Barial. And... Harris Madunian subbed in for Mocha Joe. Wow. Wow. Wow, indeed. I'm trying to find my a brain really is... funny lineup, and I'm struggling here. Hey, God. <laughs> I don't know. That's pretty funny to me. Um, Loka had 14 touches in that game. Yeah, Calvin I... Harris had 19, who he subbed in for. <laughs> <laughs> I, this uh... is incredible that we just kept Loka as like, a super sub he didn't start like any of the first five games xg was zero sorry never Ooh. never got a chance 
How did we Joe lose Jowth, with this XG. <laughs> Brenner and Barial up top. Acosta, Cruz, and Kubo in midfield. Madaria, uh, Viasia, Cameron Stanko at center back, and Chow with Kenneth Vermeer in goal. We won that game two to one. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you look at the NYCFC FCC second did. game of the year? <laughs> Cody Cropper, Tom Pedersen. <laughs> Kubo, Cruz, Brenner, Jow, Haglin, Mocha Joe, Matarita. I miss Matarita kind of. How did this uh, not go well? <laughs> Lacadia not on the bench for that one. Was he already gone? He subbed in 54th minute. For oh, there Barrio. he is. There he is. Okay. Sorry. I slipped right over him. <laughs> Vas- and then look at little, little Vasquez on the bench. God, what a weird team. <laughs> ben Mines was there watching it all. 4 4 1 1. Alan Cruz. Tucking in behind Brenner. <laughs> Why would you do this? Where was, did Lucho miss the second game? He was uh, him and Teton were like late hurt or something like that. Yeah, I remember it was like. I know this is riveting stuff for people. But it was it was a tough game. We knew that going in, but yeah, that was. You know, at least you know now we. <laughs> this gives us some appreciation. It does where make we've you. Been make you laugh though that there like we laughed about like oh where would you add loca to this team we really had all of these same players with loca <laughs> but like also these teams were bad all these teams are better with pat noonan <laughs> yeah don't forget we had terrible coaching and pat noonan had proved that coaching Actually, really does matter. Is the fourth DP in MLS? That's yeah. there you go. That's a it good looks MLS. like uh, Vice is uh, played now. Yeah, for he's Columbus Crew, and has in, been a part of like two wins so far. It's very annoying. Yeah. Columbus is. I know they're doing good. Cylinders. I don't yeah. like that. <laughs> we don't need goals. And and they don't even have the, what's yeah. his face? Do they? they <laughs> Cucho oh, Hernandez. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's for another day, though. But we win, Kevin. We the won. Wins go on. We did it. We're top of the East, second in the Supporter Shield race. We got Philly, and then a matchup against St. Louis. So that could be a really fun one if we both manage to avoid defeats this coming week. Do you have any inkling of attending a non-Columbus away game? This is, I say this is someone who felt kind of like a turd for not going to the Nashville game. Didn't really, didn't really have anyone to go with for one, but two, like, you know, I still like, I almost still went. Yeah. uh, It worked out, but I was like, oh, well, something bad's going to happen. And I was like, (laughs) ah, well, we were just, could have seen them melt down. (laughs) I really want to, like, I, like, that is like my dream is to be able to do That sounds like someone who's never going to go to an away game. I'd really like that. Uh, That sounds nice. (laughs) You have a friend who's playing a show and you're like, oh, so you ask, oh, what time are you going on? Knowing full well in your heart. There's no way you're leaving your couch that night. Oh, what time do you think you guys will be on? Like, oh, like 930. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm going to only think about that. Never going to go. The, uh, I mean... Yeah, I I would love to love to do that, but then there are. Are times there away just, tickets for St. Louis? I haven't seen a link out there like yet. supporters ones. Uh, I'm guessing they're actual like, tickets. Absurdly expensive. I want to say they were charging like sixty bucks for away tickets, which is 
Yeah. Pretty extreme. Should we briefly touch on the St. Louis being whiners? I'm sure Chief complained about them. The they first they're mad about the fucks. Now I gotta admit, I'm on their side for this one. <laughs> they kicked out this group who wouldn't sit down. Oh really? Um, you didn't see that tweet? No. So I the whole thing this. it was like tactical football or this one account was like U.S. fans are still so soft or something, and I just like rolled my eyes. I was like, oh fuck off. But basically, um, it looks like upper. This is on the side. It's not a supporter section. Okay. Upper deck maybe 10 rows from the very top this like group of eight who i guess refused to sit down and then we're like cussing at people who are telling them to sit or whatever i don't agree with kicking them out of the game yeah, but like much. if no if no one <laughs> no it's not like weird that people are sitting yeah. like we're talking about in like in europe or in england at least the sides sit yeah. and they will yell at you if you stand like you like have the to PA sit will yell at you like yes. it's not a it's not like a polite usher comes by it's like a stadium wide announcement sit yeah. down so i just thought it was like annoying to act all these people like acting like it's not an american thing that the side sit it's not the supporter section and if you're i would love to stand more i'm yeah. not going to be the one who's like i'm leading the charge everyone follow me because <laughs> if no one else sits you're just ruining someone else's time <laughs> for no reason um you should stand in the moment or if everyone's standing stand or when the moment comes, I wish people stood up more, but like, don't yeah. act like that's like a thing. Cause it's not. So I tweeted, uh, said USA soft rest of world, big, tough, standy. It's <laughs> <laughs> just funny. Like St. Louis, like whether they like it or not, isn't like now getting this like slightly like pussified <laughs> reputation of like, Hey guys, can we chill with the fuck you? And also like, Hey, can we sit hey, down? <laughs> like I, I, I do understand, but like, I'm all about like them being like the nerds, yeah, like, the like, nerds wow, you fucking dorks. <laughs> I thought St. Louis was going to be a, a little more like proto, like fake hardcore about all this. Cause they're like, we're soccer city. We got a team or fucking, yeah, we're already all about it. And they had like pretty good support in USL. Like they were like one of the better supported teams and like a good supporter culture. So, well, they had Russell. They oh, that's true. For. It's really easy to root for for the old Cicerone. So, yeah. Also, no, a question for that, you. Yeah. yeah. Well, you'll check it out. How many Please. teams do the uh, or guy? If that's how you identify, not whatever that song is, the Ooh, chant. Yeah, yeah. Hey, girl. Because I heard them do. I heard them doing that or last hey, night. I was like, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, is this like a commonly done across MLS? Because I hadn't heard it. But I'm, I didn't think it was like ours alone, but. Hearing St. Louis do it, it threw me a little bit. This is where Das Hawks would be most helpful. I think they sing it in Europe, and whether we were one of the first MLS fan bases or not to import it, I don't know. I think that's where it came from. Yeah. Um, no, I wasn't feeling precious about it. I was like, oh, that's strange. But I feel pretty confident that we're the only ones who scream the or guy if that's how you identify. <laughs> yeah, if I'm somebody crazy. picks up that, then that I'll claim is stealing. St. Louis <laughs> probably does some kind of like pro police thing when they do theirs <laughs> or something. Um, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't hear that part. I'm curious what they do for that. Um, I have, you know, a, something to kind of quickly before we Please. leave. I just want to get off your you chest. Know, next week's a big Philadelphia Union game. Uh, it's not true, but it's the big Derby game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll of throw that out for any like game. <laughs> we should just do. It should still just be a running thing every week, no matter who we're playing. Oh, it's the big Derby against Montreal. <laughs> we all know about that. Like, at what point? Like, 
<laughs> like, is it allowed to be? I always thought that was weird. That was like the galaxy and earthquakes. Right. I was the like, Cali Classico. Like, yeah, I was like, they're so far away. But I guess when there was less teams, you, you had when to do stuff like teams, that. there's 10 teams, that's as local as it gets, baby. <laughs> but uh, I'm just going to tell people that pre-gaming for this, you know, marching yes. for this game is incredibly important. I There's something very special coming down the pike. I can't exactly say what it is. I can't say what it is. It's even about. I can't, yeah, I can't <laughs> tell you neither here nor there. Um, but in your heart, I think you know, if you're listening, you know what I'm saying. You don't know how you know, but you feel it. So I would just be around maybe Washington Park. 630-ish. It could affect the game positively. <laughs> but, you know, if you blink, you, you might have missed it. So just be there or be square. It's not, you know... It's not to take anything away from what else is going on in the march, but I just feel like something spectacular might happen. I uh, or it might not. I don't know. I was going to ask: Is it a weather dependent situation? I assume so. <sighs> Possibly. Yeah. Fine. I'll look up the weather. Let's see what we got. It's got to be better <laughs> weather than we had last time. Yeah. It's not something that I. You know. It's not more smoke. Uh, some of you are thinking right. like, "Oh, is he going to light some smoke?" No, 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 I'm not almost the opposite of that Saturday, partly cloudy, 64 degrees. Honestly, perfect. Literally perfect. <laughs> All I should say is you don't want it too hot. Yeah, you <laughs> don't want to go too far the other way. Um, having seen nothing but photos of what is being teased here, I can tell you it is one of the most impressive individual efforts I've ever seen. <laughs> I had a buddy said, no, it's too much. I can't. Okay, yeah, no, uh, <laughs> we, can, we can do a postmortem after the Philly game. On- it's something that you will see either. Will the club, some of these questions, will the club hate this? Will the club be amused? They will. Mm, the club mm. as an entity will hate this. Club employees yeah. will love this. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's what I have for the people out there. Um, if you have guesses and you don't know what it is, feel free to reply to the post. Yeah. The post uh the post tweet of the podcast episode and if you uh are correct about what it is, you'll get a special prize if you happen to be there. Ooh. Because for everyone else, none of these are allowed, strictly nope. forbidden. But for you, <laughs> it's not sexual. It may be. <laughs> All right, that's uh, all I got. Sorry. No, that, sorry, to take that, up so much time. It I needed to. to be teased, so I'm glad. You. I'm, and you were the you were the right person to tease this. I, I, I would hope so. Certainly didn't. Want <laughs> I to feel step weird on if Grayson toes. did it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what his recording is. <laughs> He's just spoiling everything. I'm like, God damn it! And why did Kevin put it on there? <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> uh, well, unless the chief and Grayson, which I have not checked the uh, the Discord, no, I. I've got no word from them. I don't anticipate them sending me any <laughs> any thoughts or feelings. If they get it in before midnight, there's a chance it, it makes the cut. But um, no, otherwise, uh, this is a postcast. So, Jonah, I appreciate you going long here. This is like, I don't know, this is like Arius getting a full 90 here. I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad you still had it in you. <laughs> 20 minutes on. Wasn't that lineup weird two years ago? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that a weird lineup? Uh, Somebody will appreciate that. It needs to be talked about because it's almost (laughs) the same team. (laughs) 
<laughs> All uh, right, yeah. let's let's get out of here. Uh, cue the the Jim Trace and the Makers. See you in St. Louis. Music in this podcast was done by Jim Trace and the Makers, an amazing local Cincinnati band. You can find more information about them in the description of this episode. Also, be sure to check out The Post Cincy at thepostcincy.com. That's where we're posting our written content. You'll find a wide range of content there posted regularly. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast app. Or better yet, share this episode with a friend, a family member, a fellow FC Cincinnati fan, somebody you think might enjoy this content, please send it on over uh, to them. We would really, really appreciate that. And if you haven't done so already, we do have a Discord server. Feel free to drop in and join the conversation happening there. Again, links to that can be found on the website or in the description of this episode. Thank you so much for listening.